You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked On Bulldogs. I am Daniel. I'm cool. Welcome back. Glad you're here with us. Hey, here's what we're talking about today. Uh, Daniel and I will be talking about a little factor fiction with Zeus coming up for the football season, as well as basketball preview. Yes, it is that time of year where we all thought we were only going to talk about basketball for the whole rest of the season because UGA football was the most disgusting product we've ever seen in our entire lives. Turns out that's not the case anymore. JT Daniels here, but so is basketball season. So there's two sports to talk about, and two sports are twice as good as one sport. Clint. Is that how is that how math works? We're talking about hypotenuse is, in one case, but now we're talking about multiplication and compounding interest. Is that what is that what's happening here? Math is hard, but this is easy. Uh, if you're not a Georgia basketball fan, let us talk you into it uh, during this episode. The basketball team tips off tonight, and in segments two and three, we are going to be previewing the squad and breaking down what we are looking for, as well as some predictions of what we expect to see on the court this year from Tom Crean's bunch. Um, but first, Clint, we should tell the people who we are. That's right. That's right. He is Daniel. I am Clint. We talk about UGA as you do we just have microphones in a podcast, so we talk for fans by fans because we're fans first and foremost. We're not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination. We want your fandom to increase as ours increases as well. That's right. And so if you are a Georgia fan, you're in the right place. Thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. There's so many of you out there that listen to the show, and we are grateful for that. Um, it's it's. It's not why we have these conversations, because as Clint said, we would be having these conversations anyway, because we're Georgia fans, but it is why we bother to record them, Uh, and so we're glad that you're there. If you're new to the show, subscribe. We are here every day of the week. Won't be here tomorrow. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. It is a holiday that is specifically set aside for eating. That's it. Clint. Eating and and football. What could could be better than that? Um, So... Enjoy your Thanksgiving. You don't need to listen to two yahoos talk about Georgia football uh, on Thanksgiving No, because you'll have two yahoos at your dinner table doing that for you already. You you know who they are, and uh, we apologize. There's nothing we can do about them. Uh, But we will be back on Friday. Um, But subscribe to the show. You'll get every episode downloaded. If you like the show, leave us a five-star rating and review. And as always, we'd love to hear from you. Email us lockedonbulldogs at gmail.com. If you if tell us your favorite story, tell us if you think you have the weirdest conversation with a relative at Thanksgiving no. dinner, we want to hear about it. We are officially going to open up a, a contest for weirdest. If you can beat the weirdest conversation that Clint has with a relative <laughs> over Thanksgiving dinner. Then, um, executive producer intern Michael will, um, will sign a headshot of himself and we will mail it to you. Uh, so that's, that's a priceless autograph it really that is. you cannot, you can't find in stores. So send us, send us that email. It's lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at dogs podcast about any nonsense or Georgia related, uh, comment that you would like to make. Clint, you mentioned we had a fact or fiction. Right. We're pushing locks to Friday, and so not going to get any fact or fictions this week. So we're going to squeeze one in on Wednesday. That's here. right. Uh, fact or fiction, as it pertains to UGA, we talked about and bemoaned over the running game just a little bit because we said we don't really care as our air assault is 
Oh, so good. However, Daniel, uh, beginning of the season, you made a prediction that Zamir White would just take all SEC records, bend them over his knee, and crush them into fine little particles of dust. That's right. Okay. Uh, he is currently sitting at 530 rushing yards on the season, Daniel. That's 530 total. Okay. Um, fact or fiction, Zeus will reach 800 yards rushing on the year. 800 yards rushing. I'm going to assume that we are going to play the makeup game. Yep. And then I'm going to assume that we go to a bowl game. Sure. So and I know Zamir White's going to play in that uh, in all those games, barring an injury. And so I'm going to say that as a fact. He needs 270 yards mm-hmm. in those four games, uh, and I think he's absolutely going to get it. I expect another 100-yard game out of him, um, and then I expect some pretty more, you know, some more typical 50, 60, 70-yard games. I think he's going to get that 270 in those four games. Clint, what say you? Uh, I say this is fiction. Look, I have been down on Zeus all year. I think his hot and cold streaks, I think his skill is there at times and then evaporates. And I don't know where it goes. Like, I, I don't know what ghost hunting show we need to go ahead and get. I, I, I have no idea. Oh, no. I don't know what special special camera tricks we need to understand to see where this thing goes. But, Daniel, it is just... To me, it's not there. I think this is fiction. I think the share of the load, once even Milton comes back uh, into the fold from injury, uh, it's clear and evident that there's a rotation in place. I don't think he gets enough yards to get 800. I think maybe he sniffs 750 on the year uh, is my take on this. And that's to the much to the uh, chagrin of many, many UGA fans who love Zeus. And by the way, I, I like Zeus as well. I think he's a fine run. I just wish... He was more productive on an every-down basis, Daniel. Follow-up follow up question as it relates to a particular bet oh, gosh. that was made earlier in the season. Um, Kendall Milton going to rush for more yards than uh, Zamir White this Ken- year? Kendall Hill. The injury. Look, the injury really. Oh, it was the really injury? Was it the back. injury? I'm just saying it just no. it set me. I'm saying it set me back. I'm, didn't, I'm not saying it helped me. Okay, don't don't sit over there like I'm making excuses. I'm not making excuses. I'm saying it didn't help me. Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay. Well, it stop. didn't it didn't help you. Stop. But that's like that's like me that's like me saying the whole milk that I bought at the store is why I'm fat. Like, well, it didn't help me, but it's probably. There's probably some other it factors that play. It turns play. out that the Costco block of cheese I melt into that whole milk to make queso dip. That's the reason of that. <laughs> That's probably more of a reason. Um, uh, All right. Uh, Let's come back. Let's get into the basketball team and um, talk about what we're looking forward to this season. But first, Clint, when life is overwhelming, when the holidays are a bit too much, when there's a conversation with that weird cousin of yours at the dinner table that you don't know how you got roped into talking to, uh, sometimes you just need to chill and when that is the case you need to do what clint and i do which is to reach for the beer that is literally made to chill coors light is cold package cold filter cold lager it is as crisp and refreshing as the colorado rockies um it is the only beer that is literally made to chill it is the perfect beer for sitting on your couch and watching 
the Lions play football every single and, year. And remembering how John Madden used to talk oh, about that turducken, turducken thing. You the turducken, turducken thing. <laughs> you bring no, I don't think you even can because that's just just a John Madden only exclusive thing. If Joe Buck is on TV talking about a turducken, I'm turning the channel. The Hall of Famer. I'm changing the the Hall of Famer Joe Buck. You put Don't <laughs> please let's don't. Uh, when you're doing that, you need to reach for the beer that's literally made to chill. Get Coors Light and its new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. That's get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Maybe after this Thanksgiving, you're going to go ahead and need something to work out with, Daniel. Maybe you're going to go ahead and skip a couple of meals and you need a personal meal replacement strategy. That's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar. It is tasty. It is high in protein. It is low in sugar. It is high in fiber. It is keto approved. All you keto nuts out there. Go get you some Built Bar. It is fantastic for you. Do it as a meal replacement. Do it before workout or after workout to help with every bit of muscle gain that you want to lose weight or to keep on track with what you're doing. Go to BuiltBar.com, put in the promo code Locked On, get 20% off your entire order. They have fantastic flavors, and this just in, I petitioned the people over at Built Bar to do a fall peach cobbler taste, Daniel. The email is in. It is sent their way. We should know. Wow. We should know within moments if they hear me wow. and come back. Uh, if that's the case, you better believe I will be buying twenty of those straight up. Uh, go to builtbar.com, put in the promo code locked on for twenty percent off your entire order, and who knows, maybe a cooler is still there for you. Builtbar.com. All right, Daniel. Basketball season tips off tonight. There is a game. Right now, if you're listening to this podcast, be excited because tonight um, you will be seeing the boys we're talking about in action. Tom Crean leading his team out onto the hardwood uh, against the fighting Columbus State. What? I I was waiting for you to finish. No, I'm sorry. There is there is literally (laughs) an icon that is grayed out on the computer screen in front of me. Okay, Columbus State. We got we got nothing. (laughs) We're not working with anything here. We have got absolutely nothing when it comes to Columbus State. Well, oh no, oh no. Uh, yeah, the basketball team is on is on the hardwoods tonight. It's not about the opponent. This is an early season game for Georgia. Um, all non conference games at home this season on the basketball schedule, but um, there's actually a couple of teams on here. Most notably, Cincinnati. Georgia plays Ooh. Cincinnati, um, uh, which is a Luke, I don't know how Luke good Fickle Cincinnati coach, coaching the basketball team as well. I believe Luke Fickle will be coaching the basketball team. I'm not sure how good Cincinnati will be this year, but uh, it's at least a name brand yeah. on Georgia's schedule, which will be uh, fun to watch. So. Clint, um, uh, let's let's start here, okay. and let's just for the people that are going into this basketball season mm. with absolutely no concept of what it is that they're going to be watching this year. You may be one of those people. Um, so, Clint, what are we looking for when it comes to this year's basketball season? What are you looking for? Which players? Are you hoping to see what? What are you hoping to see from them? Who are you expecting what from? Um, give us your overall t- of takes and opinions about this team. 
what you're expecting is everyone from last year's team essentially gone. Just, just. I, I said essentially. I said essentially. There are two returning key contributors to this team and then a whole host of new. Those two key contributors, Anthony Edwards, clearly gone, number one pick. Uh, Timberwolves, go get you paid. Go get money. Go have fun, young man. We love you, Ant-Man. You were good for us. You are still good for Georgia. We loved watching you play. Rayshon Hammonds is also gone, signing in the NBA as well. Uh, and so that leaves Mr. Severe Wheeler and Tumani Kamara as the two key contributors coming back, Daniel, on this year's club. Uh, so if you were expecting to see Ant-Man flying and soaring and murdering another University of Tennessee player, um, which mm. I still have that ringing in my head, the sound of that rim bouncing back off of his hand still is in my head. It was a glorious, glorious mm. moment. Daniel was there to watch him put that man into the ground and it was fantastic for him and his son. Uh, but Daniel, this team is going to be different. We are both on record as saying last year's best player and the best player George has ever seen is that man. Uh, but, you made a comment that the best team is yet to come, even without Ant-Man. The most prolific player that's been through our system, been through the program, is now gone. Uh, the most gifted, I should say. Um, Daniel, is this year's team better than last year's team with all those moving on and having the two key contributors as well as other players step up? Are we better this year than the whole team was last year? This year's team is going to be better than last year's team last year's team went 16 and 16 overall it went 5 and 13 in the conference um uh, this year's team's going to be better than that in terms of winning percentage in terms of conference winning percentage mm. um th this year's team i think um is going to be more fun to watch I'm not sure that we're to the place where I'm going to say that this is that we're we're going to arrive anywhere, but I do think that the that the growth of particularly the four sophomores and mm -hmm. those are the guys that you should really be keying in on if you're looking at where to start on this team. It obviously starts with Severe Wheeler, probably the most accomplished and prolific player to be coming back onto this team had an incredible freshman season where he showed the ability to score the basketball to distribute the basketball to run the offense uh struggled a bit on his shooting it got better as the season went on if he mm -hmm. continues to develop that part of his game it will really help him because he is incredible at getting to the rim and finishing around the rim uh given his size especially and then you mentioned Tumani Kamara who's kind of the do it all glue guy he's going to be asked to do a lot on this team because there's not a lot of height there's not a lot of big men available Tumani Kamara uh, does have some size to him, and he showed himself to be uh, a very competent rebounder mm -hmm. for his size, and that is an area where the team is going to be uh, lacking uh, particularly. Needs to improve his shot. Again, you could say that about literally every single person on Georgia's team last year, by the way, including Anthony Edwards. Uh, so hoping for better shooting performances this year. And then I think Christian Brown is a guy – that showed some flashes last year, but really, overall, the moment just looked too big for him. So the moment can't be too big for Christian Brown this year. He's a sophomore. He's got a whole year under his belt. He needs to come out confident and establish himself 
as the elite scorer that we saw him that he could be when he was coming out of high school. And then I think the guy that is going to make the be the biggest surprise of all the players oh, here we go. on the roster, the guy that I am looking for the most out of this year compared to expectations is the other sophomore, Jaquan Walton. He was virtually forgotten about in last year's rotation, could not get on the floor. Tom Green's made a couple of interesting comments in the offseason about the way that he has worked, about some very candid comments about how he just wasn't ready and sometimes didn't handle not being on the floor particularly well last year coming out of high school. Uh, He was a highly recruited kid, um, a top 100 prospect, just like several of these guys were. Uh, He expected to come in and play right away. He did not get that done, but he did not transfer away from Georgia after riding the bench all year last year. And with a kid like that, I was shocked to see him. And when he didn't transfer, I thought to myself, this kid's got a chance to really do something this year because if he's not going to transfer, he must know that there's a path forward for him. And I really believe he's got the talent. I think he's the best shooter yeah. of the four. And I really believe he's got the talent to uh, fill a significant need on this team. So it's the four sophomores that you're going to be looking to in terms of returning players. And then Tom Crean mentioned him in some media availability, but... Uh, guy I'm probably most excited about on this team is graduate transfer P.J. Horn. Mm. Clint played at Virginia Tech last year. Um, he can shoot the three. He can play inside. He's undersized, but he's physical. He's a bruiser. He can get rebounds. He can he can play near the rim against guys that are bigger than him on defense. But then he can stretch it out and he can shoot the three. I think he made over thirty three pointers last season at Virginia Tech. And this is a kid that's played in the ACC. He's played against Duke. He's played against Virginia. He's played against Florida State. He's played against NBA caliber players. He's not going to be intimidated by any environment that he goes to. Um, he, along with a couple other graduate transfers, uh, probably filling out the rotation, maybe, uh, with a freshman or a junior college player sprinkled in. Absolutely. Uh, Daniel, I'm going to come back after this and talk about, uh, more basketball preview. Just so you are fully understand, join us again on Friday, Locked on Bulldogs and Locked on Podcast Network for locks, but come back for segment three as we talk about basketball preview before tip off. Daniel, uh, I think you are exactly right on those key sophomore contributors. Again, I am a huge fan of Tamari Kamara. Uh, he is my boy. If he gets that look, if he gets that outside shot more lethal and more precise, mm-hmm. oh, oh my! Like we got a whole different ballgame. Compare him or pair him with the likes of PJ Horn, and if you get two of the the four and the five or the three, four and five outside shooting uh, against a team, yeah. like that's some real dangerous prospects for us going forward uh, that's the way tom crane wants to play so we just need we just need the guys who can knock down the shots uh to be able to do it that's right for him that's right uh so you said this year's team is going to be better than last year's team that went 500 uh so daniel as you look down the schedule before sec play you mentioned the likes of cincinnati uh we have montana samford in there a couple other warm-ups and then we hit the teeth of the grinder that is the sec schedule uh daniel how many wins you see on this schedule uh let's Let's very quickly, let's just count them off, Clint. Let's do it. You ready? I'm ready. All right. 
Columbus State mm-hmm. tonight. Clint. Right now. Okay. That's a win. That's a win. Yep. Cougars, by the way. They are the Cougars. Good for them. Gardner Webb. Um I'm gonna give us a win in that game. Jacksonville. Let's count it as a win. The Montana Grizz. Don't sleep on don't, it. Mm-mm. But I'm gonna get but I'm gonna give us a win. Sanford, don't act like Georgia hadn't struggled against Sanford before. I don't I But I'm gonna give us a win. Cincinnati in Athens. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give us oh. a win, Clint. Oh, so we're we're entering. We are on the cusp of SEC play. Unless, now, unless you... north northeast. Let's just let's get there. Northeastern uh, on December 22nd. I think that's the scariest non-conference game, Clint. But um, and so I'm actually going to give us a loss in that game. I got a seven and one going into okay. the conference schedule. Uh, you got a uh, uh, six, six and one. I thought there were eight games. Did I not just list Columbus off State, Gardner Webb, Jacksonville, Montana, San? No, Park, you're Cincy. right. That's seven. Yeah, six and one heading into SEC play. Six and one heading into SEC play, and now things get real. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mississippi State open SEC play. Uh, it's on the road. Yeah. No, nope. it's at home. Mm-hmm. No, we open SC play at home. This is a huge game. I'm going to give us a loss against Mississippi State. Um, I don't know a ton about what they have coming back, but I I liked what I saw out of them last year, and uh, I think they should be decent again this year. So I got a loss against Mississippi State. On the road at LSU, it feels like Georgia has never won a game on the road Gosh, at LSU. Does, um, uh, and so I'm going to give us a loss there as well. And then you go on the road to Arkansas, which I think Arkansas might kind of be a sneaky team this year. And so I have a starting 0-3 in conference play, Clint. Mm. Now, now we come home against Auburn, against Bruce Pearl, the sanctions, by the way, they coming oh, they, for Bruce Pearl. They coming for you. They coming. The reports are that Auburn might be self-imposing sanctions for this season, trying to preemptive strike the NCAA findings against Bruce Pearl. But uh, we're assuming Auburn's still going to be fielding a basketball program on January the 13th. I have us beating Auburn at home for our first conference win. Um... Give me another win at Ole Miss. Give me a loss against Kentucky at home. But but spoiler alert, we will be ahead at halftime yes. in that Kentucky <laughs> game. And you will be excited and think we're going to win That's it. That's on you. We will lose it. We will also lose to Florida. We will beat South Carolina. We will beat Ole Miss. Yep. We will lose to Auburn on the road. We will beat Vanderbilt. Um, Texas A&M game. I think is a toss-up. I'm going to give us a win. Alabama game, I'm going to give us a loss. Uh, Missouri in Athens, I would like to think we're going to win. And then Florida loss. LSU in Athens is a win. South Carolina in Athens is a win. Tennessee on the road is a loss. What did I get to there, Clint? Uh, Daniel, that was a whole lot of games that you went through. Uh, We finish above 500, uh, which is better than last year's crew. All right. Well, that's 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 my take on this year's Georgia basketball team. There's so many unknowns 
on this team, Clint. So many, Daniel. There's so many new faces. Um, It's not going to be a lot of freshmen. You know, there are two major freshmen on the team, both four-star recruits, Katie Johnson and Josh Taylor. I don't think we're going to see a ton out of them. We might see them um in games but there's there's junior college guys there's graduate transfers there's the returning sophomores there's a lot of players i don't know how many players tom cream wants to play it to me again it's all about the development of those four sophomores and if those four sophomores develop then i think this team could be really good um if they don't this team will be atrociously bad. Yep. That's that's what we're looking at. So um, it's going to be an exciting season. I can't wait for it. Um, there's a lot to look forward to. Let's just hope we get the season uh, just play off. Some games. I'm not look. I'm not looking for the NCAA tournament this year. Expectations are uh, fairly low. It'd be great to make the NIT. Uh, not looking for an NCAA tournament appearance. I would like. To think that this year is a building block mm-hmm. to next year's mm-hmm. team when we could actually be a contender. That's what you're looking for if you're a Georgia fan. To see something that's going to give you some hope for next year's team. Doesn't that sound familiar? I was just going to say. That we've been talking so, about. So being a UGA fan then. Just just be prepared to be a UGA fan with basketball. Um, to Daniel's point, last year, I think across the board, we were anticipated to finish lead, dead last in the SEC by everybody. Uh, shock some people, some wins, uh, some important play. Uh, this year, we're slowly creeping up. Now we're, we're 12th, 11th. In some people's rankings, you got Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, a couple teams below us, Mississippi State on some accounts. So uh, I think this is the most exciting that you can be. Tom Crean is a proven coach. Let the dude do work, and he's going to get the players. And if this development year is a step forward, then yes, absolutely. We're talking about some big wins and some big dominoes falling in the years to come. Uh, And if we finish 11th in the SEC, something like that, watch it, like, Come on now. That's that's a huge building block for what's to come. Um, hey, thanks for joining us on Locked On Bulldogs. Glad you are here. Glad you were listening to us. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Come back on Friday for Locks episode. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya.